When it comes to campaigning, there's dirty and then there's deceitful. And DeSantis is going with deceit. I'm not really sure why. Probably a bad look for America's favorite governor. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm so excited that you're here. Before we get into the story about, about these fake Fauci photos that uh, Team DeSantis is trying to trap Trump with, that's tough to say, by the way. <laughs> I'm a little. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. Fake Fauci photos. DeSantis is trying to trap Trump with. Um, I'm, I, I, before we get to that, I just want to say I had no idea how popular the Trumpinator bobblehead was going to be yesterday. Uh, I whipped this out, and I and I showed it to you guys yesterday. And it's a little Trump bobblehead. It says Trump the Trumpinator on it, and he's dressed like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. And the box says, "I'll be back." in 2024 and uh you know and i and i put the link up there well the guy who makes these a friend of mine said that they've been selling like hotcakes and thank you so much so if you want one by the way i have one and uh i really it's really it's actually kind of cool i leave it right here and i look at it whenever it bobbles his head a lot because it's on the, I put on the speaker and you know, as you can imagine, speakers make a lot of noise um, and it vibrates and it bobbles a lot. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to look at anyway. Uh, so this the, yesterday and I saw, you know, it's so funny. I saw this ad on Trump. Uh, I'm sorry, on DeSantis war room on Twitter, there's an account and it's called DeSantis war room. And it's an account that accumulates all kinds of information and stories and videos and things like that um, for the DeSantis campaign. And I go there a lot. In fact, Donald Trump is is one of the first. There was a Trump war room throughout the campaigns. And I would go to Trump war room and they would have all the photos. Fo- and they still do. They have videos on all the other candidates. They have videos on Joe Biden. They uh, they curate a lot of stuff that can show you why people that are not Donald Trump are bad. And also why Donald Trump is good. Poll numbers and whatnot, that kind of thing. So if you're looking for information on the campaign, these war room accounts are really a great place to go. And the Trump war room forever was my one of my daily I mean, one of my daily obsessions Uh, when Ron DeSantis started to run, not just for president, but for governor against Charlie Crist. He had his own account, DeSantis War Room. It's got this really cool red looking alligator because, again, everything Florida is alligator. It's like alligators or not. If it's not an if it's not alligator, it's not Florida. Uh, But DeSantis War Room is the same thing. They they culminate clips. They put up videos and they have poll numbers and they have stories. And if the governor's out there speaking about something that's notable uh, that people should know about, if he says something that's newsworthy, um, they post it up there. It's the easy place to find. You don't have to search too hard. So I saw this video yesterday on DeSantis War Room, and I didn't think too much about it at the time. Uh, it's an ad. It's a it's a it's basically an ad and it's attacking Donald Trump and it's attacking Donald Trump on his relationship with Dr. Fauci, because you may remember before Donald Trump was not a friend of Dr. Fauci. He gave Dr. Fauci. He really made Dr. Fauci a household name. COVID hit during Donald Trump's um, uh, during Donald Trump's administration, and he closed the border to China, even though Fauci told him not to. He closed the border, even though everyone said he was a racist. He closed the border, saved lives. He started the vaccine process, which is different than forced vaccination, I'd like to point out. He started Operation Warp Speed, which was starting the process of creating a vaccine. Uh, and then, unfortunately, he left office. That's when the mandates started coming out. That's when they started kicking troops um, and then first responders out of their out of their positions, firing them because they didn't want to get this forced experimental jab. Um, so two two very different things. But Dr. Fauci was given a platform by Donald Trump because Donald Trump was, I mean, not a dictator. He was a fair guy. He's like, look. I have advisors. These are the people that have been studying this stuff forever. We didn't know the depths to which Dr. Fauci would sink. We didn't know his involvement at the time. And he was the uh, chief of the national, was it infectious diseases? 
society of America or whatever the hell it is. Um, and, and he was the person that Donald Trump trusted at the time for information. Again, nobody knew anything. So, so Dr. Fauci became famous because of Donald Trump. And as a result, result, there's a lot of footage of them together. You may remember the daily press conferences that would go on for hours. Donald Trump had press conferences that would last for like three hours. And he would bring out Dr. Burks. He would bring out Dr. Fauci. He would bring out Kayleigh McEnany. He'd bring out whoever he needed to bring out. Three hours, these things would last almost daily because information was power back then. Uh, they were so they were so informative and powerful that Chris, I'm sorry, Andrew Cuomo, before he was ousted as governor of New York for being a, a real D-bag, um, he would do the same thing. He came out in his like aerial jacket. In fact, Andrew Cuomo's press conferences got him a grant, an Emmy. The, the Academy of Motion Pic- of Television Arts and Sciences gave him an Emmy for his stupid COVID press conferences. And then uh, they were all laughed at just months later when it came out that he was uh, a sleazeball and was uh, sexually inappropriate with multiple women um, in the governor's mansion. Anyway, you know that story. That's totally different. So there's a lot of photos out there of Dr. Fauci. And this Ron DeSantis campaign, the DeSantis for President campaign, in an effort to try and besmirch Donald Trump's good name, because let's be honest, you're, if you're just now trying to smear Donald Trump, you're late in the game. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be tough. This Donald Trump has been smeared publicly his whole life, but but politically since 2015. 2015, he entered the race. He's been smeared. Uh, 2016, he w- went and debated and he went on the campaign and he was attacking everybody and he got smeared. He got the nomination. He got smeared. He attacked Joe Biden. He got smeared. He won the election. And that's when the smear campaigns really started for four years, two impeachments. After he left office, they didn't leave him alone at all. They're still, I mean, they're still, we've got this other indictment hanging over our head, not to mention the indictment in New York and the one in Georgia. He's in, interfering with elections. He's paying off porn stars. Donald Trump's done every bad thing possible. Every crime, jaywalking, you've, you, you, you name it. Anything you could do. He bought a puppy from a puppy mill once. I'm sure that's the next thing that's going to come out. Um, you know, like Pete Davidson did that, by the way. People flipped out. <laughs> that's a story, though. It's a story for another day. Pete Davidson also, when PETA went after Pete Davidson for buying a puppy at a puppy mill, Pete Davidson called the head of PETA and left a really foul voicemail message because uh, he was very upset. Anyway, that, like I said, I'm getting off topic. So if you're if you're going after Donald Trump, if you're coming in and saying, okay, Donald Trump's my competition. I need to smear his good name. I need to drag him through the mud. It's tough because he's already been dragged through the mud by everybody else. The Democrats uh, in Congress, Republicans, fellow Republicans, all of the candidates in 2016, uh, other candidates in 2020, like Joe Walsh, that idiot. All these folks have been trying to take down Trump forever and they failed miserably. And so Ron DeSantis has a tough task. He's got to come in and find something new. Well, he apparently and the and the DeSantis War Room account are taking the Fauci factor and amplifying it. They know people don't like Dr. Fauci. They know people don't like the vaccine. They know people don't like the fact that we, that uh, Fauci and Biden forced them to take the vaccination to exist in regular daily life. And uh, and so Ron DeSantis is going to try to right, try to remind him of that. So they went out and found some photos of Fauci. Now, keep in mind, Donald Trump and Dr. Fauci have been photographed and videotaped together a lot. Hours and hours of footage. There is so much documentation of Dr. Fauci and Donald Trump being in the same room together sharing the podium together, giving press conferences together, being in the Oval Office together, being God knows where else together. But I mean, they worked together for months through COVID and they were on TV all the time. Surely 
you could find plenty of photos that that you could use to paint Donald Trump as a follower of Fauci, as a Fauci acolyte, as someone who was buddy buddy with America's most hated doc. I mean, after Dr. After Dr. Oz, apparently, and maybe Dr. Phil. I don't know. Um, and you can. But for DeSantis, for Ron DeSantis and his campaign, that wasn't enough. So you know what they did? They created some AI photos of Dr. Fauci and Donald Trump hugging. It looks like kissing, embracing, and they included it in this attack ad. I'm going to play the ad for you here, so you can so you can uh, you can see what we're talking. This is the ad. This is it's crazy. I mean, it's a typical campaign attack ad. But what's really, really obnoxious, what's really, really kind of bad is the fake photos they used in the middle of it. Here, let me let me play it for you real quick. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're all fired. All four are fired. You're fired. You're fired. Today I walk in, I hear I'm going to fire him. I'm not firing him. I think he's a wonderful guy. Should you have fired Fauci? So a lot of people ask me that question, and I did it right. Because if you do fire him, you're going to have a firestorm on the left again. Why, why did you feel unable to fire Fauci? First of all, you're not allowed to. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb. But there's a bigger bomb if you fire him. Frankly... You can't win that one. If I would have done it, I would have taken heat. Well, Donald Trump can't actually just fire Dr. Fauci. We've had this conversation ad nauseum. He doesn't, it's not like a, it's not like just a, a member of his staff. It's not like his chief of staff or his press sec- secretary. You can't just walk in and say you're fired. It doesn't work that way. The head of his agency, there's a whole, there's a whole various process, and that's something that's been explained. Also, he's right about the firestorm on the left during COVID, during a pandemic. If he had fired Dr. Fauci, it would have been, I mean, it, Joe, they wouldn't have needed to create any votes if that's exactly what they did. They wouldn't have needed to, to stuff the ballot boxes. People would have flocked to the ballot box to vote for Joe Biden because Donald Trump fired Dr. Fauci. Remember, Dr. Fauci at one point in this country was this heralded figure. And then, of course, the worst part about this ad is not just that it lied about the process, but it lied about the photos. And let me I'll, I'll try to I'll try to put up a still here. The photos on the and, and Tim Pool, by the way, who has a, a podcast called Timcast. Tim Pool brought this to everyone's attention. He posted, like I said, I saw this yesterday afternoon morning. I didn't even uh, look at it twice. But Tim Pool wrote fake images posted by the DeSantis campaign used to smear Trump top left, bottom middle, bottom right. Real life Trump, they say, complete and utter Biden level scumbaggery, which is pretty harsh, but also, I mean, fairly accurate. And if you look at it, look, I mean, the problem is that they did use AI generated photos where Donald Trump is kissing Dr. Fauci on the nose, which is just creepy and weird. There's another one where he's hugging and kissing Dr. Fauci on like the top of his forehead. And then there's another one where they're embracing outside the White House. They're all clearly AI generated. They're not real. They never happened. But the worst part is, for whatever reason, who create whoever created this video wrote real life Trump on the top. And that's where it all goes wrong. That's where it turns from that's where it turns from dirty to deceitful. Downright lying is what it is. And Ron DeSantis, I don't know if he knows about this. I don't know if he approved this. There's no I'm Ron DeSantis and I approve this message, but we do know that the, the, uh, the DeSantis war room and the DeSantis campaign work hand in hand with each other. Um, I don't, Mike, what my first question was, does Casey know about this? Does Casey know they're faking photos using AI? They're faking this Trump Fauci affair and they're putting these photos up there and saying, this is real life, not real life. 
It's not good. This reminds me immediately when I when I saw Tim Pool's tweet and when I looked at this kind of stuff, this immediately reminded me of the time that Adam Schiff walked into Congress and he had the whistleblower report, the uh, transcript rather from the Zelensky phone call and the Zelensky phone call transcript was nowhere near as bad as he thought it was. It was nowhere near as damaging to Donald Trump as as Adam Schiff had been led to believe. And so he just went off script. He just started making stuff up. He started reading words that were not written on the page. He started making up, ad-libbing, if you will, a phone call that was much worse than the one that actually occurred. And he got he got held in, uh, he got uh, censured for it. He tried to, to, to enter it into the record as if it was real. And it was 100% false. This, uh, this reminds me, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, wow. Adam Schiff tried to take down Donald Trump and impeach him using phony words that nobody ever said. Donald Trump never said him. Zelensky never said him. And now you've got Ron DeSantis, who, let's face it, doesn't need to make stuff up. There's plenty of photos of Fauci and Trump smiling and shaking hands and standing next to each other. I'm sure there's photos of Donald Trump with his hand on Dr. Fauci's uh, shoulder. Why would you why would you do this? Why would you risk this embarrassment? It's a bad look for the campaign. It's a bad look for the governor. And I'm pretty sure that Donald Trump, if he hasn't already, is going to glom onto it. And, uh, and I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. I mean, look, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that should have ever happened, but it's definitely something that Ron DeSantis should probably, should probably scrub from his image ASAP if he wants to continue. Also, this does beg the question about AI and campaigns. I mean, think about this. Think about all the think about all the negative imagery that people have used in campaigns before. I think back to Michael Dukakis. Remember Michael Dukakis, the uh, the tank photo. If you don't if you don't know what I'm talking about, Michael Dukakis was running against Ronald Reagan, and he wanted to make it seem like he was strong, uh, that he had a strong military background and a strong military record, and so he got into a tank. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I want to Google it. He got into a tank, and he was going to. Um, Michael Dukakis tank. And that's all you have to Google. And he was riding in this tank and they put, he, first of all, he's wearing a suit, right? So he's got his, he's got his collar and his tie. And then they put this like flak jacket on him or something. They put him in a tank. They put a helmet on him and he's pointing at the camera. Like he's Bill Murray in stripes or giving a thumbs up or something. And man, I'm sorry. It was against, he was running against uh, George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush. It was after Reagan. And man, if that didn't seal Michael Dukakis's fate, it was, I have to tell you, it was, uh, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was Dukakis received uh, 45% of the popular vote to Bush's 53%. Many commentators blame Dukakis's loss on the embarrassing photograph of him in a tank taken on September 13th, 1988, which subsequently formed the basis of a successful Republican attack ad. And it's to this day known as one of the most destructive photos in American political history. Uh, another one is a photo that was taken after Hurricane Sandy. This is when it was Barack Obama running for his second term and he was running against Mitt Romney, who at the time people thought was conservative and people actually trusted with a conservative agenda, thought was going to run a conservative agenda. Mitt Romney had the, man, he was, he was a powerhouse. Mitt Romney came out, hammered Obama in the three debates, just nailed him to the floor. Barack Obama seemed listless, seemed uninterested. I, mean, I remember watching the, like the third debate with Mitt Romney going, I don't think Barack Obama wants to do this job anymore. I don't think, Bar I don't think Barack Obama looks like he wants, he doesn't want to do this job anymore. He looks tired. He looks old. He looks gray. I think he's done. 
And then what happened was Hurricane Sandy hit. And uh, Barack Obama, the president, flew up to New Jersey and met with, surprise, surprise, Chris Christie. And Chris Christie walked the beaches with Obama. And Chris Christie showed the devastation to Obama. And Obama said this and that and the other. And they got in a helicopter and they flew around. And then they were standing on the Jersey boardwalk on the, um, in, uh, somewhere in New Jersey. Uh, and they were looking at the, out at the ocean. And Barack Obama and Chris Christie hugged. Hugged. Chris Christie hugged Barack Obama, and that image was the last image we saw right before the election. A Republican governor of a newly devastated state hugging the Democrat president. And a lot of people say that's what caused Mitt Romney to lose. That's why Mitt Romney lost. That's why Mitt Romney failed. That's why Barack Obama was able to come back and win it. Look, I'm sure there was also some other stuff. I'm sure there was like the, uh, the you know, 2020 part one. That was the first. They were probably testing out some new election procedures back then that may have helped put Barack Obama over the top. But images are very powerful. And with artificial intelligence, you could create all kinds of images that just aren't real, spread them out there and change people's opinions of political candidates. Ron DeSantis is trying to do that. He's trying to use fake images falsehoods, artificial intelligence, stuff that never happened to try and rewrite history for his own political gain. And I got to ask you, if you're doing that, what makes you any better than Joe Biden or Adam Schiff or Nancy Pelosi or any of these other Democrats who do the same thing? Anyway, uh, that's it for today. Listen, we'll have more on this later. The Trumpinator bobblehead Boing, 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 boing. I love this thing. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. You can get yours at bobbleheadtrump.com, bobbleheadtrump.com. Uh, and you can put it on your speaker, put it wherever you want, and just watch Donald Trump address as the Terminator uh, saying, I'll be back ready for action in 2024. Listen, uh, I, I might put out a couple of these weekend podcasts because they did really well last week. And a lot of people enjoyed hearing some of the highlights from previous shows and some new material and that kind of thing. So uh, subscribe to the podcast right now. If you haven't already, you follow whatever it is that it says on your, on your podcast, wherever you're listening and make sure you're getting this every single day. Cause every single day I come in here, I turn on the microphone and I do whatever I can. I say whatever I need to, I give you the information that I think you need to know to make good choices, smart choices and choices that will help every one of us save the Republic.